keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total F and Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Joining me, as always, Sergeant Slaughterhouse, New Jersey up, brother? worker himself, Scotty Chap. <laughs> That's right. And it is our 100th episode, and we're releasing it early, so... What present do we have for you guys? What surprise do we have for our 100th episode? They almost don't deserve it. They, I mean, who does deserve this? What they're about to get, which is... Total effing Mark's favorite wrestler right now. He is the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara. <laughs> so, and the crowd yeah, goes wild. <laughs> it's almost like an empty arena show. <laughs> Sammy, the fiend's behind you. No, oh, fuck this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say this, bro. I have to. I have to run out of here. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, I thought this was a video one, so I put on a shirt. I'll say, oh, snap. Have the backdrop all set up that, you know, you see in the vlogs and everything. And then you're like, it's not a video. So I'm like, all right, fuck this. Going shirtless again. Oh, man, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to get some video up there. You look too good. I mean, well. I mean, look, look at Dan lives in a bunk bed with his wife. <laughs> he can't just have video of his home up there. <laughs> I feel you. Okay. We can just put like a still image every time you pop up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we were just saying before we started, uh, before, you know, we started recording, that golf cart bump on Wednesday, that is the best automobile bump I've ever seen. I think well, that's uh, Cold getting hit by Rikishi. I saw uh, Trey Miguel, he commented this. He said, uh, that Matt did it for The Rock, and uh, that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> and then some people were commenting, like, he did it for The Fiend, which also made me pop. Um, I'm glad, though. I'm glad, it, uh, you know, people seem to like it. It hurt a lot, you know, spoiler. Uh, if you're wondering how I'm doing, it, it hurt a lot. Yeah, it almost looked like, like, not only did it look like your head hit, but it looked like your foot almost got caught when, like, just the angle. Yeah. If, if Matt would have slowed down on the gas at all, they would have ran me over. They had to basically hit me and stay that same speed until they passed me, or else uh, I or was else it would have been worse. Yeah, or better. You know, depends on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, but it was awesome, man. I thought that main event was 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 absolutely terrific. I will say, you know, because it's it's so funny watching you and 
and Jericho and Matt Hardy together. And like <laughs> seeing Jeff, seeing Jericho's first bump on that golf cart, which is just like <laughs> so, so protected. And then you come in and it's like no bumping for old men. That's the whole segment. I just called it no bumping for old men. <laughs> oh, I, I saw that because I didn't, I didn't see, you know, how his looked. His was and then so I saw his and I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then even on commentary, they're like, I don't know. He kind of hit him, maybe. Uh, but there was no mistake on mine. He averted I it. Died. Yeah. Someday, when you're, uh, when you're wearing the ridiculous jacket, you're going to have a 25-year-old bump machine. Yeah, you know, I know my, I know my role. You know, uh, Jericho, he's le champion. And, you know, I, I know my role in this group. And for now, it's to uh, die weekly. <laughs> are you are you two on like a texting daily basis because that's what i like to see i mean i don't please keep that up for me i, I like the idea of no 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 texting we, each we other good morning actually, in the beginning we weren't so like uh beginning we had each other's numbers we wouldn't really talk none of the inner circle would really text that much and then as the months have gone by we've more bonded as a group and now we're all in a big group chat together and we we all text each other almost every day that's such a great uh, faction it's so much fun so fun yeah no i think uh like so for instance that main event um you know it was matt hardy chris jericho kenny omega and me um yeah and just a little like story for what happened in that uh so right before matt put me through the table he does the little like hardy boys uh, and like i'm laying there on the table, I'm looking up and I'm like, this is this is pretty cool. Boom, and then I get hit and die. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, it's, gotta be, it's gotta be this weird thing of like uh, heroes just taking years and years off your life every Wednesday. I know, there, I saw a comment earlier, it was like, you know, be careful with turning your, uh, your idols into your rivals. They're gonna hit you with golf carts and put you through tables. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, well, well, you know, bring that up. Like, what is, uh, cause it, you've done so much. I just saw you wrestled in Pakistan. You've been all over and, you know, we're comics. So we've, uh, we've also kind of been all over the country, but what's the worst gig you've ever had as a wrestler? What's the worst show you've been a part of? Oh my God. There's so many. Um, number one though, if you had to say, what's the opposite um, of well, there's... on May 23rd at 8 PM? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the is. opposite of uh, this awesome pay-per-view that I'll be able to be a part of, <laughs> double or nothing. Um, no, the opposite of that would be me driving six hours to the middle of nowhere in Texas to get paid 50 bucks. But then when I get there, they, I guess they left the, the ring mat in the, in the rain. And so it was all moldy Ugh. and like black mold actually got on it. Oh, my Everybody. God. I see I'm I, this is like five years ago so I'm like all right whatever like turn it around or something but then uh pay, people are like no you can die from black mold and everybody in the locker room are making big deal and uh I'm like well I just drove six hours and I actually need this 50 bucks to get back home uh or I can't get back home and so uh, a lot of people left didn't work the show uh, I didn't want to work the show, but I kind of was forced to. You, or else I wasn't it, you wrestled a black mold match just to get home. <laughs> yeah, the, the first ever black mold match. Yeah, you were thrown on a bed of black mold. 
That's crazy, man. It was, it was, uh, and I ended up hurting my shoulder too. Cause we basically brawled a little bit in the ring and then made it like a street fight. Um, and then we threw each other like on the ground and I thought it was like grass, but then there was a bunch of little pebbles and rocks everywhere. Yeah. And one huge ass one hit my shoulder. And I just thought like, this is how it ends for me. Uh, my shoulder gets fucked <laughs> up because I wrestled in the middle of nowhere for 50 bucks. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's insane. What's, um, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you've been watching Dark Side of the Ring. This last oh, wait, 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 wait. What is y'all's, uh, what is y'all's oh, worst game? Oh my God. So many, man. So many. I mean, I have a bit now where I, I mean like this, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a really long bit, but it's, uh, essentially I was on, I was at this Vancouver Yuck Yucks and I was backstage and right before I went on stage, they were telling me, hey, there's this really drunk person to the right, and they're really out of it. I'm like, motherfucker. They come a second time. They're like, they're really drunk. They're really out of it. They're making a scene. I'm like, motherfucker. Third time. He's bl- he's harassing wait staff. And I'm like, god damn it. So I get on. I think this is a drunk creep. I start doing my set. I see this guy in the front row, and he looks fucking drunk, right? So I'm like, I'm going to shit on him. I start shitting on him. It gets silent. And that's when I found out they Uh-oh. had gotten rid of the drunk guy before I got on stage, and I was shitting on someone with cerebral palsy. Oh, <laughs> no! And I had oh, no. 40 more fucking minutes of being on stage just eating shit. I had a uh, – my worst gig is very similar. Uh, I had a, a gig where right before me, the comic before me was in a wheelchair, and um, his 15 minutes was up, and he wasn't getting off the stage. He was capable. It wasn't like a stage he needed help getting off of. He just wasn't. He just kept going. 20 minutes. He's still going. And I'm next. And uh, the guy who booked the show is like, hey, you're not getting paid if you don't perform. And I had to walk on the stage, take the mic from his hand, and cart his wheelchair away. <laughs> and then say, you don't you get to talk anymore. It's my turn. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, I mean, like, sometimes it's, it's, sometimes it's like the club bookers who screw you. Like, we were, I was watching Dark Side of the Ring this week, and, and uh, I don't know if you've seen the episode, the Herb Abrams episode yet. Um, but it's really fun. Uh, no, but it's like, uh, but it reminded me a lot of like the truly shady fucking bookers that I've met in comedy. Is there a lot of that in wrestling? You don't have to name names or anything, but if you like, no, no, we can name names. All right. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, Tim, he's going to watch this and he's going to be like, why are you burying me? Um, Lou Lamont in Dallas. These guys are nice. Um, but uh, yeah, no, there's so much like, you know, I feel like as performers or whatever, um, we feel like we owe, um, we owe, uh, you know, people something because they're giving us an opportunity and we forget that we're also helping them put on the show, you know, like, yeah. so I feel like since we feel like we owe them for giving this, us this opportunity, people take advantage of that. And then like, you know, you'll, you'll come for almost nothing or, you know, do so much for so little because we're so hungry for that opportunity and people will take advantage of that. And that happens a lot, especially in wrestling. And I'm sure what you guys do. Yeah, man, that's the perfect way to word it. You are uh, smarter than I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for comments, hey, I, wasn't, I wasn't always though. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've done so many dumb, dumb gigs. What, what was it like wrestling in Pakistan? I saw that. That must've been fucking nuts. Um, yeah, that was 
so that, like Pakistan, that was like a month before last year's double or nothing. People were telling me, don't go. Uh, you know, you got this big match coming up. Uh, um, and, and they're like, people, people over there, they're not like the most best trained or whatever. I'm like, it's Pakistan. I've never been. I'm going to go. Right. Um, and people were warning me, like, don't go, don't go. And I go over there. People were super nice. Like, some of the most kind people. Um, at first, when I got there, though, it was a little scary because uh, they had, like, the police security in, uh, in cars following us from the airport to the resort we were staying at. Yeah. And I was like, what did I get myself into? Yeah. Uh, is it yeah, that dangerous? But they were just Look taking the extra precautions. Like you and Barry Horowitz and Goldberg, you're like, oh, no, I picked the wrong van <laughs> for this country. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I, I ended up getting to see the city and ride some camels and whatnot. And it was yeah. a really good time. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had fun. Uh, it was a, you had a terrific match again with Darby a couple weeks ago. And Scott, this was your question, but uh, so I'm, I'm, you, I'm, if I phrase this wrong, please, please step in. Is there anyone else besides Darby? Because like a lot of people were comparing you and Darby to almost like how Angle and Eddie used to be, or like you know, like people like like, like you put two people together and they're just going to be good no matter what. Is there someone else in the company who a match we haven't seen yet that you think you can mm. have some more chemistry with, or maybe not similar chemistry, but like holy shit, that's because, you know, now, like, a Sammy Darby match, that's, like, a thing, you know? It's guaranteed right, not. Like match a, of the week or month Yeah, like or a whatever, Jerry yeah. Wynn, Rob Van Dam or something like that, you know? You know, I, and I appreciate that. Those are, like, some big names to uh, put our names next to, so I uh, appreciate that. But, um, yeah, I think pretty much, you know, you can put me with anybody, and it's going to be great because I'm great. But if we're going to go and uh, single out anybody, uh, I think me and Jungle Boy, we've never wrestled one-on-one. And I think whenever we do, it's going to be magic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that would have been great. Do you know if you're uh, – can you make this announcement yet? Do you know if you're involved in the ladder match in two weeks' time? Um, as far as I know, I'm not. But I am involved in a very uh, cool match that I also can't say. But I think you're going to find out on Wednesday exactly what match that is. Ooh. Uh, somebody's on face in Glacier. Yes, spoiler. What's Glacier. Here we go. <laughs> It is interesting, though, because uh, so many I, – I feel like you've gotten a lot of respect from a lot of veterans, like Randy Orton shouted you out on, I think, on Twitch. Or yeah. Who are the people that have given you advice since you've, you've started? Just to go back to that Randy story real quick, mm. I woke up to so many messages of people tagging me in that video of him saying that, and then uh, later on that day is when it was announced it was going to be me and Jericho versus uh, – hangman and dustin for in the main event of uh of dynamite and i just remember waking up thinking this is uh this is such a weird day Surreal. yeah but the, to answer your question uh advice wise like basically you know everybody that's been there like um dean malenko he's he's been uh he's given me tons of advice uh christopher daniels um yeah. Chris Jericho, of course, you know, they, 
it's just crazy to me. Like all these people I used to watch on TV and now they're all trying to help me. Like it's, it's crazy. What's the worst advice you've gotten in wrestling? <laughs> um, I mean, obviously you've advice. gotten a lot of great advice from people like Chris Jericho and Christopher Daniels, but what's the worst advice you've gotten? Um, okay. So don't tuck worst... your head in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the tombstone, just raise your neck. Oh, really? <laughs> no, um, I, there's been several, like there's one, one, uh, one dude was like, you need to have an all American gimmick. You need to be like a Mr. USA guy. And I'm like, that's pretty hokey. And yeah. he's like, nah, you need to wear boots and, you know, basically change everything about you and do this. And I'm like, that sounds like shit. And so I didn't do that, thankfully. And then another one was, uh, I'm on this show, and I'm, like, you know, trying to get my name out there. And But I, I'm more than just doing all these crazy moves. I can do all these crazy flips, but the Sammy Guevara, you know, character or whatever, it, it's more than just, you know, uh, being a, a, a spot monkey or whatever. Right. But this guy, he told me, just go out there and uh, do your shooting star, do your 630, do, do basically all my crazy stuff. And this is the promoter for like this kind of well-known promotion I was trying to get, be a part of. And uh, it's like, okay, I can do all that, but I feel like I'll get more over just, you know, being me and whatever. But I don't think this person ever saw that with me. And so I, uh, it, it never worked out. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that, that comes off like a huge, like lack of belief in your true ability. And it's just like, break your neck for me. And you're like, yeah. yeah. I can offer more, I promise. Oh, my God. And then I, I, I remember one, one of the shows, too. It was like Mania Weekend. I'm like, I flew myself out there to go and wrestle Mania Weekend or to get all these opportunities. And then I remember it was like an outdoor show, and this dude walks up, the promoter walks up wearing a, uh, like a, a Hawaiian shirt kind of thing, just was drinking uh, some alcoholic beverages. The show's about to start. Clearly, he doesn't give a fuck about this match that I'm about to go and, like, kill myself for. <laughs> so that kind of opened my eyes where I'm like, why am I killing myself for this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I imagine that's got to be, yeah, if somebody's, like, getting fucking hammered. What's, what's, uh, what, what are the AEW parties like? Do you guys, is it like a Nitro back in the day? Well, or? you don't drink, right, Sammy? Yeah. yeah, I don't drink. I don't do... Has that changed since you joined the Inner Circle? Nah, nah, nah. Everybody's been pretty uh, respectful. Chris is cool with it. Nobody great, great. tries to pressure me into drinking or anything. Yeah. Uh, but as for the parties, um, yeah, lots of cocaine and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> but that's only in nah. Jake's Um <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Right, sorry, 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 sorry. That was me. That was that was um, that was that was a joke reflected of Dan Saint Germain and not AEW. There we go. Okay, thank you. Um, um, but no, uh, I've only been to a couple. Mainly after the shows, I'm all beat up, and so I want to just kind of um, sleep. <laughs> and so I've been to a couple. It's just a good time, you know, people, you know, having a drink here or there. Um, I haven't seen anything too crazy the times I've been. People just hanging out, eating food. Um, it's kind of like we're all one big family at AEW. It's like uh, every week we get to, like, just kind of see each other, and then we go away, and then we get to see each other reunited. 
Yeah, I mean, it is it is really impressive to see that AEW hasn't uh, fired a bunch of people. <laughs> so that's that's also uh, that whole like Dude, you guys can say you're a God, fan, man. What? Yeah, no. I, I when that when all the firings were happening, man, I was like, hats off to AEW because I was like, well, this is how it ends for me. <laughs> Nothing I did wrong. It's just. Uh, you know, hey, we got to yeah, let some people go. I don't think you're on the chopping block anytime soon, dude. I hope not, you know, but I, I'm always a person who, who, you know, I don't think of myself as any certain position. I, I see everybody as equal. So I'm like, hey, maybe, maybe this is it for me or whatever. But yeah. shout out AEW, nobody's been let go. No, it's it's pretty – it's pretty great. Um, are you are you allowed to wrestle for New Japan or any other promotions besides AEW? I, I saw that you were in Australia recently. Yeah, I could still do. Um, I mean, I don't know about New Japan. I see a lot of other AEW guys were there, so I assume um, I can. Um, but uh, I, I could still do like independent dates. Not that anything's running now, but you know when stuff was. <laughs> Yeah, it would be awesome to see you in, like, the Super Juniors next year or something, you know? Or even the G1. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If Osprey wants it, man, Osprey can get it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the Are Spanish God, so I don't know if he wants it. Podcast? Dude, I will fuck Osprey up. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn. What was it like uh, working with uh, Virgil? <laughs> um, what did we call him? Uh, you called him uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Railroad Jones or was it Smoke Soul, Soul Train Jones? Yeah, it sounded like a barbecue restaurant. Whatever you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, he's so cool. Like uh, he just has like he just talks and tell like you know I don't know if you've ever been around him, but he just has so many stories, you know. And then it's like, all right, man, well, I, I got actually they need me to go do this thing, and uh, but he's a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, have you uh, have has there been anyone that you've been around? Because it seems like like when you're in the ring with Jericho or you're in the ring with Dustin, it, you don't seem nervous at all. Is there anybody that you've been like, oh, shit? Hmm. Man, not in a long time. I get nervous sometimes before matches. Like, yeah. uh, like the Mysterio like match. The one I did with – the which one? Like the Mysterio match you said you were nervous. Oh, yeah, that one. But uh, even more recently, like, the match I had with Kenny in front of no people. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, it's not even like we had the wrestlers as a crowd that week. We had nobody in the crowd that week. Yeah. We went, like, 23 minutes. And I just remember thinking, like, how am I going to do this? Like, we're going to go so long, and there's nobody there. Like, what the – how is this going to work? But I was super yeah. happy with it in the end. That, uh, that match specifically was, was so great to me. And there, there's a moment in it – well, it's the end where you flip them off, right? Uh, yeah. And then he delivers the feature, and it's like, I, I, I got so sad in a moment where I was like, if a crowd was here for this, Sammy's like, all of a sudden, I mean, you're already, you know, so over, but it's like that moment in front of an AEW crowd, and you go, man, that could be even more elevating, you know? That was so damn cool. I, I, so that's got to happen I, I, again. I hope so. I 100% agree. That's all I thought, you know, watching some of the clips back. I was like, man, they would have been going freaking nuts right here, like, so many so moments. It was, it yeah. Was, yeah, it was bittersweet, but uh, hey, I got to I got to hang in there with Kenny Omega, the so-called best in the world. You know, I, it wasn't my night though. Yeah, I give it time. What's uh, what's it like wrestling without any sound? Is it just is it freaky? 
Um, I feel like it's more tiring because, you know, in, with a crowd, you can kind of pose and hear the boos and the yeah. reactions. And then it's, if I, I'm posing, I'm like, who am I posing to? <laughs> like, <laughs> the emptiness. Um, so you got to be a lot more vocal, you know? And like, I don't know. It's it, And so instead of you just not not talking and take, getting your breath, you got to like keep saying stuff and being vocal. Luckily, I did my cardio that week. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, you know, what? one thing you guys did right in AEW, and it's a reason to buy the pay-per-view, Double or Nothing, May 23rd, is you do sprinkle a few guys in the crowd, and it makes, like, the biggest fucking difference. And it's so funny that WWE knows their show will be so much better if they just did that, and they can't because you guys did it first. That's what it feels like for me, at least, right? Um, and no, so now you guys same. just That's have the I better show. Every week, you just have the better show. It feels like wrestling. I can watch it without my headphones because it doesn't sound like I'm watching porno. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, sometimes you turn on the, the show with no people. It's like, am I watching customs? What is happening? <laughs> 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 um, um, what was it like? Was there any trepidation at all making out with a character of your boss's wife in front of her? I had no idea how anybody was going to react to that. But if you're going <laughs> to react, if you're going to make out with a, a little sign, you got to go all in. So I made it the most ridiculous tongue out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I assaulted that sign. Where does that idea come from? Like an idea, an idea like that or the, uh, the cue cards and, the cue cards was originally Tony's idea. He wanted to do it just one week during commercial. Uh, it's based off some movie. I forget the movie. Um, but I came out out of a door just like the movie. I had a boom box and I had the signs. And then I walked to the ring and did it during commercial. It was like a Bob Dylan then, thing, right? Like yeah, a, I think so. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, uh, the, that song. Yeah. Yeah. And it just – yeah. So eventually um, – yeah, people just liked it, and we just kept doing it every week. And then, uh, you know, we thought of the idea to just, like, hit up celebs. Um, and a few of them got back to me. Some of them were like, I have a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> have you seen me? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, also, even reaching out and saying they have a boyfriend, they've already gone too far. They know what they want. You know, that's right. That's right. They're trying to make sure I'm good with keeping yeah, a secret. Yeah, just don't message Sammy if you got a boyfriend. Yeah, and I'll just tell him right now. I'm a worker, so. <laughs> <laughs> what's um, what's the? Uh, have you ever had a? Uh, it seems like nowadays, you know, because every crowd has been smartened up a little bit. But you know, you are a really good, like, you know, shitty heel. Like, have you had a moment where the crowd has really gotten into it and has tried to like physically hurt you or anything like that? Um. At the Moldy Ring story uh, place, yeah. I had uh, many people try to fight me there because it's like in the middle of nowhere, Texas. Yeah. And they like really believe it. And oh my so, God, uh, seriously. I was a real piece of shit heel. And uh, <laughs> like, I'd have people try to fight me. They'd be spitting on me. I'd be spitting at them. Like, yeah, it was, it was some fun times though. So, yeah. You, so, you got a high off of that, like being like, I may die. Oh, dude, I mean, I, you don't get hit by a cart and not, like, get some kind of high off of your death, you know? <laughs> There's something about it. There's something about, like, just, 
Like, hey, I could die. That's just so exciting. Yeah, man. I really, I really hope that that quote isn't in a montage about you. Scott, do you have any uh, other questions before we let Sammy go? I, I do, I do, yeah, um, yeah. especially since you said, you know, a double or nothing coming up May 23rd. You said, Wait, you when's die, it coming can... up? May 23rd, correct? Oh, wow. And we, we can get it on pay-per-view or what? <laughs> pay-per-view, baby, pay-per-view. What? On the fight uh, wow. different... or Bleacher Report. Yeah. Wow. I'm getting it. And um, <laughs> I just want to make sure. So, so you uh, kind of hinted that maybe you'll be involved in a match that you think is going to be a lot of fun. Now, you had the first singles match in AEW, if I'm correct, right? Mm-hmm. You had the first yeah. televised match, if I'm correct. First um, Dynamite match, yes. Yes. Is there any other match you would kind of want to debut in the company, like a, like a Punjabi prison? Or, uh... <laughs> Dude, it'd be so cool if we could do a Punjabi prison. <laughs> I'm sure they would let the copyright go up just so you guys would go under. They'd be like, <laughs> yes. let them have it. <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. Um, I mean, we were going to do the war games, but uh, I think it was going to be like double, K- or double ring, big cage. I want to do triple cage that that style war games. Yes, ready to rumble type of stuff. Yes, and I want to jump off the top. It's got to happen now. I was supposed to, we were supposed to be at that Newark show, uh, Blood and Guts, man. Who man? I I wanted to jump off that cage too. It's a shame it didn't happen, but luckily, what is happening is double or nothing. <laughs> wow! No May way. May twenty third. <laughs> what? Yeah, man. Wow. True. Uh, final question: Is there any, which dead wrestler would you most like to wrestle with? Woo! Uh, you brought him up before we started this. I'd I'd love to wrestle Chris Benoit. Yeah, that'd be unbelievable, man. That would be an unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be kind of a fun match. I mean, obviously, this wouldn't be like a really great work match, like Benoit, but like you and Andre, that would be like. <laughs> Fun spectacle. Just that would be some spot monkey shit. But it would be- I hope I don't. Uh, I hope I don't piss off Andre. I heard he can be. Uh, you know, if you if you were on his bad side, it's gonna be bad for you in the ring. So yeah, he takes a shit Andre- on your chest, apparently. <laughs> hopefully, Andre likes me, and then but that, I'll, you know, no problem. be fair. That's how you kept your job with Pat Patterson at WWE. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, come on. It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> exactly. It's all comedy, guys. It's all comedy, guys. It's all comedy. Well, so, uh, to Sammy, besides Double or Nothing on May 23rd at 8 p.m. on Fight Network, you can get you can get on pay per view. Is there anything else that you'd like to promote besides Dynamite this Wednesday at 8 p.m. on TNT? Wow, so much stuff. Uh, just my cool YouTube channel where I post vlogs and stuff. Sammy Guevara on YouTube. Go subscribe. Which is technically better than being the elite. It, That's what I I'm think it's saying. better. Like, I think it's better in, in every way. But hey, forget about it. But I it is. It is. But whatever. But it definitely. Elite. It's better hey, in every way. Every we're way. We're catching up. I just got this plaque recently. <laughs> there we up. go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like when a year ago they were like i don't know 20 times they had like 20 times more subscribers or something like that and now they're only like four times more so <laughs> we're go, getting man. and a year from now i'm gonna be like double them hell that's yeah enough. man progress not perfection that's right that's right well sammy it's such a it's such a thrill to talk to you thank you so much for coming on scott is there any other question that i didn't get to 
No, no. Just thanks for uh, thanks for hanging. Great. Nah, thank you guys for having me. I, as always, I know the pleasure was y'all's because you know, <laughs> you know, Spanish God, you know the huge. But uh, nah, anytime you guys want me to do this again, um, you know, I may or may not do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can ask for. All right. If so, can you just text us Brandon Cutler's number? <laughs> Bro, I'll text you uh, anybody but that guy. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Nah, no problem, guys. Guys, I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> 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 You're crashing the whole time. Yeah. Guys, special treat. Sammy is going to stay with us for the rest of the podcast. He's going to comment. Uh, on whether or not he wants to talk about things, but like we're not going to force him to talk. Let me do that over again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, <laughs> we're going to keep this in, guys. Special treat. Sammy's yeah. staying with us for the rest of the podcast. He's uh, he's going to go through our money in the bank review. Uh, and he'll talk when he wants to talk. We're not going to force him to speak on anything. Did he just so. call you Sammy Zane for a second? No, 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 no. I said, Damn, dude, you might want to take three on this. <laughs> All right. We're here with El Generico to talk. <laughs> oh, wow. Let's go to the money in the bank results. Scott, what did you think of the show? Hey, look. Um, okay, I mean, let's break it down match for match, right? Yeah, if, yeah. if you, well, you want to do it that way, if you don't I'm, mind. I'm, I'm pulling up the card right now. Um, yeah, I've got it up too. Hold on. Did you watch the pre-show? No. Wait, was the pre-show? That's my, that's my issue with this. It it all feels like the pre-show and then it's like time for the main event. I don't want to be a jerk, but like I go, I go, these wrestlers I love and you know, it's like Cesaro versus, uh, Cesaro versus, uh, Hardy, right? Yeah. And I go, was that the pre-show though? I don't know. That was that was a uh, that was a uh, yeah that was the pre-show. Okay, yeah, that was a good match, man. I mean, it's gonna be you know Cesaro's great, Hardy's great. It happened. I mean, there's no did, I mean, did like, Hardy win? Hardy did win. Yeah, Hardy the, won. Wow, I'm good. The young upstart <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Yes, hopefully, hopefully the kid, you know, hopefully he's got something in a couple of years. <laughs> hopefully we're, Scott, were you the person who told me that uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, like a WrestleMania story? Oh, yeah, my, but you know, so big thing, like after Mania, especially a- anytime it happens near the city is they all go to the bars afterwards. And I um, actually, no, no, this wasn't mania. This is just in general. If they do a show at the Garden or Barclays, they go to a bar nearby. So my friend always ends up at whatever bar they're at to hang out. And he said one time Jeff Hardy was in the corner alone while everybody was hanging out at the bar. And so he sat next to him and Jeff Hardy just turned to him and was like, where do you think we go when we die? <laughs> like something like very strange where he's just like, Oh, Mr. Hardy, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> and that's a good question. Where do you think we go when we die? Yeah. And Am I talking to Jeff Hardy or Willow? <laughs> oh. And honestly, this is all a simulation anyway, so maybe we just go back into the computer. It's absolutely true. What's his name? Who's the fucking guy from 205 Live who's great? Um, all of them. 
No, I know. But the, the guy who was he was with uh, Brian. Kevin. My friend Shane Strickland. He's awesome. <laughs> Shane Strickland's also go. great. But uh, but yeah, but uh, Brian Kendrick is great, and he was like on. Oh yeah. He was like on some YouTube thing talking about how 9/11 was a hologram or something crazy. <laughs> it was a real weird. Like I, I expected him to be like it was going to be like a shoot interview. It's like it's like Brian Kendrick shoots. So I'm like, oh, he's going to shoot on Triple H or something. And then you open it up and he goes, the towers never fell. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> dude, I remember like when I was training and whatnot or, or growing up, whatever. Uh, watching uh, those interviews and I'd watch, you know, Brian Kendrick and Paul London and Matt Seidel. And it just seemed like all these high flyers who are really good high flyers are just so like out there. Like they think some really crazy conspiracy stuff. And I thought, man, that's, is that just what happens when you're a high flyer? And then cut to, I don't know if it's too many bombs landing too hard. I'm a huge conspiracy guy. Like, (laughs) I don't know if any of this is happening right now. Do you think COVID yeah, something real? about gravity and your and your defiance of it kind of shatters your worldview at some point? You understand the uh, science behind things more. That's right. There's this movie called uh, Mandela Effect. Y'all seen it? I've heard so of the it. Butterfly Effect. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people saw the Mandela Effect. I, mm. I watched it illegally. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the Baron Stein uh, bear shit, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, there was some cool stuff in there, and then it went just full-on ridiculous at the end. But, uh, yeah, I think that, too. I think we go different. Our, 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 like, soul, whatever, can shift to the other worlds. But, like, ourselves stay, like. Yeah. No, I'm on board with. I don't know. What do you, what's, uh, so you're you're talking about, like, uh, (laughs) interdimensional travel? Like, 10th dimension? Like, yeah, because. There's like infinite amount of realities, and then so like there's a reality where right now you're wearing a red shirt instead of the shirt you're wearing, or I'm wearing a blue jacket. Like there's just infinite amounts, and then stuff is a little different, and then your mind could just shift. Just you, you just wake up one day, and now you're in that one, and you and don't even you know. think like, yeah, you're like, wait, nah. Uh, Triple H is a twenty-time world champion. It's like, nah, he's a fourteen-time. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Also, the earth could be flat, a triangle, could be a ball. We could be stuck inside of a dome. I mean, you're, Sammy, yeah. are you admitting to being a flat earther on total F and I'm, I'm not admitting to being a flat earther. I'm admitting to being a possibility earth. Yes, I think he loves the earth enough to go, <laughs> let it be the shape it wants to be. That's yeah. right. If it That's feels like feel. a triangle, even Is though it, it looks like a square, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, the pos- Earth is a circle. How about the Earth is just Earth po- positive just body? Everything body to me, and I love it. That's all we should say. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. And then on. if you think otherwise, you're canceled. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's move on to this uh, show that we've seen. I mean, this match that we've seen a million. No, I'm derailing it, bro. I'm derailing <laughs> 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 every every single. Yeah, but what if the, what if the Forgotten Sons were replaced with the Usos? <laughs> That's right. And then they say like about the horseshoe thing like okay well thinking about that it's like is there a horseshoe that rotates around the sun there could be i don't know um, i certainly don't know i want to get on the joe rogan <laughs> i want to get on the joe rogan podcast just so i can annoy the fuck out of him like saying all this stupid shit uh, yeah he would uh have a lot of friends to get on that's a real big difference maker as far as like money in your pocket if you like if you get on that and you have like something to promote 
you're in good shape. I tweeted at him. I said, give me some time, brother. I'm going to be oh, on that. he won't that. do it. He won't do it. Never – don't do that. He won't put you on. No, 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 no. I know he's not going to put me on right now, especially – he's like 50, 60 years old. Yeah. He doesn't want to talk to 26-year-old me. Like, maybe when I'm the 30 or, you know, your age, 50. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next uh, match. <laughs> All right, fuck Sam. <laughs> as, I, as I try to hide the fact my feelings are hurt. <laughs> oh, let's move on hey, to the next man, match. You can at least grow a beard. You know, I can't grow nothing, so you got that yeah. going for you. You're all right. You're doing all right, man. Our, our opening uh, tag match, the Hardys versus uh, fucking the Forgotten Sons versus no, it wasn't the Hardys. It wasn't the Hardys. <laughs> Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. What the fuck the show did you watch? I, I don't know, man. They all kind of blend in together. These <laughs> the same shit. Sorry. All right. It's the New Day versus uh, Miz and Morrison versus Lucha House Party versus the Forgotten Sons. New Day went over. People I, I was going to say that. I was going to I bet New Day won. I just feel like I've seen this match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. Guys. Again, that's the issue. That, that, that was my confusion with the pre-show, not pre-show. Well, you know, um, the end always feels the same. That one guy in Forgotten Sons looks like if Adam Page got really sick. I don't even know who this is. Who's, this Ad- Who's the Forgotten Sons people? They're, wow. they're a new, like, SmackDown team. They were on NXT. They're like, uh, they were, used to be, like, Marines, and now they're, and now they're like, gimmick is, like, uh, I guess they're, like, uh, Biker guys? Like Sons of Anarchy? Maybe if I, I saw a picture. <laughs> Sammy brings up a great point, though. Can you truly be forgotten if you weren't known? No, there we go. So Damn. Boom. Mm. Oh. Got him. All right, now we got our truth versus MVP. Well, 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 I just right? want to say one thing about these Fatal 4-Way matches. I just, some logic thing. Like, why, if you're in a Fatal 4-Way tag match are you tagging in another team? I mean, I understand that, like, when they tag you from behind and shit, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, you're exhausted. Well, I was about to say that. You know, you're blown up. Hey, brother, I don't want to do this anymore. Go take those bumps. Tag, mm-hmm. you got to do that now. Yeah, and you, and you have faith in yourself going, I am intelligent enough to, when shit starts getting serious, I will make sure I'm back in that ring covering who I need to cover, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, well... Good to have an expert advice and then some guy. Scott acting like he'd all fucking know. Who he's about. All right. Next, uh, Bailey and, and Sasha Banks go again. Well, it's just Bailey versus Tamina Snuka first. For Bailey the wins. SmackDown title. Uh, Bailey does win. That is Bailey true. Bailey wins. Yes. And. Here's something interesting. Tamina and Bray were wearing the same Spanx last night. <laughs> like Wait, what? They were wearing the same gear? Bray Wyatt looked like they were wearing the same Spanx last night. <laughs> you guys got to send me a picture of this, or I'll just look it up whenever this is over. For sure, yeah, you got to look sure. it up. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I thought that match was – I mean, uh, the ending I thought was like uh, – that, uh, that roll-up was like the worst roll-up I've ever seen in my entire life, but – yeah, again, just like screwy finishes that uh, I'm not crazy about. Yeah. It's a pay-per-view. Why, why be screwy? I don't understand. Like, do, do the – I don't know. I can't even talk about it. It's just every match <laughs> – dude, I mean, like, you, if you advertise a thing, like, a- end it in a way that is at least, like, worth anybody's time. 
because yeah, DQs of- literally feel like you just ripped away time from me. I went, did you just steal 10 minutes from me? Well, speaking of, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, advertise, uh, double or nothing is, uh, May 23rd and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. And, Let's move on and I can't, I can't promise. I can't promise there won't be a DQ finish at double or nothing, but I promise you if it does happen, they'll somehow make like a reason for it. That is like so sustainable. You can't complain. That's, That's right. what happens. Dude, I'm pretty good at this ass kissing stuff. I know. Dude, I love it. I need to come back here more often. <laughs> I already sent Cody an email asking to write for him and never heard back. So I'm I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just like 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 say that I'm like a fan of a company like nobody's a fan of just to I'm a fan of Ring of Honor now. The Bubba Ring. <laughs> <No. laughs> Jesus. All right, oh, I'm sorry. Dude. Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. I actually thought this match was pretty good. Everybody and their mother fucking hated this match. But, you know, for what it was, I enjoyed it. I mean, you couldn't have you couldn't have uh, Braun. Was it a real no. quick thing? What happened? It wasn't, it wasn't real quick. It's kind of exactly what everyone thought it was going to be, where, like, Braun went over Bray. Uh, so the Fiend can now take on Braun at the next pay-per-view. And then they can have yeah. probably a... Oh, wrestling. He wasn't the Fiend yeah. this time. He was he was oh, Bray. I like that. Okay. Then he becomes the Fiend. And then he beat, and then he wins. Right, and, then, and then, I don't want to spoil... Well, I, I'm, I don't care. I'm spoiling. Otis won the Money in the Bank match, right, Sammy? Yeah. Here's my yeah. prediction. Otis, I don't know if you know who he is. I hope you yeah, do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he... Here's what I think. The Fiend's going to win the title, right? Otis is the only one who could beat The Fiend because he's pure of heart. What do we think? Oh, wow, that's not bad. I like this. Because, I like this. One, either because he's a virgin. Like, let's just follow all the horror movie rules. Like, we'll say Jeez. Otis is a virgin. He can't <laughs> okay. get killed. Mm-hmm. We'll do all these cool rules, and then it's like, oh, my God, Otis is the one who beats him. That's a good-ass time, I, man. I would love if Otis becomes a universal champion. I agree. Awesome. I agree. The best part of the show this year. Um, I heard a theory about the fiend. It says something like he, the reason Goldberg beat him so fast is because he can't. He only does good with people he has history with, and that's yeah. why he's so unstoppable. And that's yeah, that's why what's Goldberg so fun about a character like that. You can like correct all the errors you made by yeah. just making a bullshit. You know, <laughs> dude, I love it. I'm like, dude, these fucking theories just. Okay, now it makes sense. WWE never said this, but these fan theories make way more sense. <laughs> you guys should do a For Fiend sure. parody on AEW. Like, if there's one thing that would be a fun parody, I think The Fiend would be a great parody. Like, and it wouldn't just I, uh, be low-hanging fruit. I, it could be genuinely fun. I almost got uh, – there was some guy on the Jericho Cruise that was wearing a full Fiend costume, and uh, – he took a picture uh, with me, and then I thought of it when he left. I was like, ah, I should have got him in the vlog or something. That's like <laughs> the ongoing thing. <laughs> the feed. <future. laughs> All right. Let's move on to Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Pretty solid match. Oh, Scott. You yeah, it was actually a great match. You hated the Bray match, right? Yeah, I didn't like the Bray match, no. Why um, didn't you like it? But I I just thought it didn't work. It was just too quiet, and they were, like, acting at each other in a way that wasn't believable to me. 
Um, it just felt empty. I told you why you liked it. You liked it because you think you look like them, which you don't. And so you're just like, man, men are fighting. I love when real men fight. And it's like, no, it's not you. But yes, did y'all watch? Did y'all watch UFC two four nine? Yeah, that was that was fucking crazy. I watched bits and pieces of it. Dude, I was so depressed. You were depressed watching it? I wanted Tony to win. Uh, oh, Tony. I was going to say, like, the event itself I thought was was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that was freaking dope. I was so excited. Um, you know, congrats, Justin Gaethje, but El Kukui for life. Dude, so Justin, we're never going to see. I haven't seen a guy hit like that, like, who's that small. You know, I mean, I, it's insane. We're never going to see Khabib versus Tony. No, we're not. We're not going to see it now. Uh, we're going to see because yeah, Khabib or Justin have got to face Connor next, I'm guessing. But you know what we will see or already seen was uh, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Look at that. <laughs> Boom, that's right. Hey, great transition. It was a good yes. match, man. I mean, it was like a, they worked hard, you know. I don't like the Messiah thing. I don't like the new entrance music. I don't like when a character, like, changes character so much that it's, like, it's, de- it's demented. Like, it just wouldn't make sense for a person to change like that. Maybe that's too nitpicky. But anyway, the match was awesome. Yeah, I like the match a lot. Um, the match. I mean, there's nothing else to say. I mean, I think Drew's been booked really well. Um, and they usually fuck this up. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I th- think it's pretty good. Uh, now, to the Money in the Bank match. <laughs> this was, uh, yeah, I mean, this was just an entire Benny Hill sketch. I mean, that's what the entire yeah, was fun. match was, right? Well, so my, my uh, you know, started off, I was thrilled. And I'm watching it, and I'm going, like, this feels like 80s cartoon wrestling, you know? Like, it's very cartoonish and silly. And then I'm going, oh, my God, no, the headquarters is just hasn't changed since the 80s. It's got, like, the same carpet, the same everything. So my brain is going in this, in this place that it has no choice but to go because that's the scene, you know? Um, I thought there was a lot of fun moments. My issue with it was it should get better. Like, it should get crazier and crazier. And then it just, once everybody's upstairs, it became, like, not even an, an, a good ladder match, like a regular ladder match. It just also, wasn't like, they, like, subtly threw two people off a building. Like, if you're going to throw people off a building, <laughs> throw them off a fucking building. Like, yes. they, like, they, they kind of put them off the building, but, like, in the corner, and you're like, what is – are you getting rid of your laundry? Like, what's going on? I agree, 100%. They did my man Ray wrong, bro. They, they murdered him. Yeah, man. Are you, uh, are you guys going to sign Dominic if WWE doesn't start using him? Dude, I'll beat up Dominic. That'd be cool. <laughs> I would love to see you fight Dominic. <laughs> that Dude, would Dominic's a big guy, man. He's tall. But hey, here's here's my idea. Say Ray got thrown off the um off the tower, right? Titan mm-hmm. Towers. And uh his contract is up, right? And maybe that's why they threw him off. Okay. Maybe AEW films a little something of them um like holding one of those cartoon ambulance, like, <laughs> <catcher> things. 
And then like, and then in like months from now in the fall, all of a sudden, you know, Ray lands on it and it's the inner circle holding it. And we go, don't worry, we got you, baby. That would be so funny. Like every episode for like five, 10 seconds, we're just holding it. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Nobody knows. <laughs> Finally. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I thought that that was, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the whole match itself was kind of, was a little underwhelming at the end. Yeah, it was fun shit. It's, it's hard for me to shit on any of this, this wrestling, like when, like, literally nobody's doing anything right now. So at least they're trying to do something. For sure. For sure. And but, again, it was fun. It just got less and less fun. The last two things that uh, uh, we wanted to talk about, there's that horrific Alberto Del Rio story, Scott. I don't know if you checked that out. Oh, yeah, terribly, terribly uh, sad. Um, I guess he, yeah, he was, you know, he beat up a lady and then made her dance for him. And then, he's yeah, he's real, going away for a while. He's a real yeah. bad guy from a Quentin Tarantino movie shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough one for Alberto Del Rio. Anyway, we'll be doing a telethon to raise money for his legal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how, why is this even being brought up? I don't even understand why you brought up Alberto Del Rio. What are we not going to bring it up? All right, last but <laughs> not least, uh, actually, two things I wanted to bring up. Two awesome things I saw: the Undertaker documentary is incredible, and Ken Shamrock's book is awesome. If you've gotten a chance to check it out, no, I haven't. What what is it? I didn't even know he had a book. It's called. It's just the world's most dangerous man. It's this guy uh, wrote the biography for him, and it's like. It's probably the best wrestling book I've read so far because it is so unsparing and it is the opposite of like putting somebody over. <laughs> like, have, you ever, have you ever read the rocks book, his first book? Like when he was, uh -uh. it was so bad. I mean, it was like him as the character speaking. So it was like, you know, like it was just really like, he was <laughs> that sounds awesome. Actually. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Chapter two, I'm the shit. Ken Shamrock, the first chapter, it's like 14 of us shared a potato. You know, it's like, all this real fucking intense shit. Wow. And I love the Undertaker documentary. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see that. Yeah, I, I love that so much. Sammy, you got to check it out. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched it. I only saw that little clip they put on YouTube or whatever it was. Looks very interesting. It's cool to see him um, as a guy that, like, seems approachable, you know? Because that, that, I, I knew he was a locker room leader, but he, like, genuinely put so much pressure on himself to make sure that, things are going well, I guess. And uh, I thought that was cool to see. Yeah. When you said locker room, when you said locker room leader, I was like, yeah, he's definitely like a, like a Sammy Guevara type guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, who was that? One, one thing, there was that one vlog you did where uh, Darby does the coffin drop at that. Gas oh, yeah. Dude, that gas station attendant guy is like one of the hardest looking dudes I've ever seen in a wrestling <laughs> Dude. He came up to me and my friend Joe and was like, uh, hey, um, y'all them wrestlers? Because I think Joe is still wearing his gear. And then uh, he's like, we're like, yeah. He's like, I hate that. That's fake. And we're like, all right, buddy. And he's a gigantic man. We're like, yeah. all right, have a good one. And he's like, I'm just kidding. I respect the hell out of y'all, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, then we ended up doing that thing. And that guy's so, like, cool just for doing it because there was, like, a line of people trying to check out and he's like hey y'all gotta wait i'm gonna do this thing real quick and, <laughs> and then he's working and he's cursing like coffin fucking drop like, yes yeah, very professional <laughs> i love it 
Yeah, he I was probably like, got him fired. I went there uh, <laughs> last week or whenever Dynamite was, and uh, I didn't see him at that gas station. <laughs> probably got him fired. Yeah, man, he like uh, he had like a real balls Mahoney vibe. Real rough. Very but, cool guy. With his teeth. Yes, teeth. Folks, we gotta end this podcast. Um, Sammy, your vlog. You're turning heel on your viewers, bro. Boo. <laughs> what? I Listen, said if you want more, Sammy. No, go. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say you. I said you were turning heel on your viewers, bro. <laughs> I turn heel on my listeners every week. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sammy. Uh, yeah, tune into AEW Dynamite Wednesday nights on TNT, and tune into Double or Nothing. May 23rd, only on Dan. Tell him what it's on. Nat Geo. <laughs> no, it's, it's fight. It's fight TV. You and did like, good all the way until the end. Yeah. yeah really, really. Pay per view, fight TV. We're going to post it. Uh, thank you so much, Sammy. This is yeah, our man. 100th episode. So, hell yeah. Woo! Thanks, Thanks for being on with us. No Appreciate problem. It. Again, pleasure was y'all.